Blog Talk Radio. Armed Forces, the men and women of the United States Armed Forces, the men and women of the Police and Fire Service, 
and men and women on the first line defenders against COVID. We appreciate everything all of you do for each and every one of us each and every day. Uh, the uh, Tonight uh, we uh, want to start the program with uh, a homegrown boy, uh, Thomas Cornflake Lamada from Millville, Jer- New Jersey, is going against one of Ty's favorites, uh, Ursalande Laura. What do you think, uh, uh, Z? Oh, uh, um, Ursalande Laura, is, uh, he's getting a little older. But, mm-hmm. I mean, he's still effective. He's right about now, he used to be a guy who kind of dance around you um, <laughs> heavily left-handed. He's a southpaw. Um, has a pretty good, pretty good jab, but he's heavily left-handed dependent. He was a guy like that. Um, mm-hmm. Kind of slick. And very, very smart. Uh, but lately he's getting older and he's been fighting more in the pocket. And yeah. he's been successful. He's been very successful at it. keeping his, his tight mm-hmm. guard and, you know, pretty good counter punches, combination punching. Mm-hmm. You know, at one point, Lamada was uh, actually uh, working out of uh, uh, Pelt Stadium, a stable rather. And uh, then all of a sudden his father and he and his mother got into a contractual problem with Pelts, and they decided they were going to do everything on their own. You know, at least when, when he was with Pelts, he got some decent uh, boxing, he got some decent venues. But lately he's been doing an awful lot of uh, his fights. In fact, tonight is out of a uh, bar in uh, Mexico. So I don't know if that was a good bu- a business move on his part or not, but uh, – and he really hasn't had, you know, this is the first name, real name fighter. Uh, and as you pointed out, uh, he's been around uh, a long time. So it's uh, it's going to be interesting to see how that one uh, works out. Well, hey, hey, promotionally, the, uh, um, yeah. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, no, promotionally, if he's uh, getting a fight with Arizona De Lura, a name, he's, something's going right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I got to I gotta say that. Um it just doesn't make sense to me that uh, he has to go all the way to, to uh, if you live in Millville, mm-hmm. you have to go all the way to, to Mexico to, to have a fight. Uh, is it maybe the rules aren't as, as, as uh, difficult to get a license in Mexico and or not as, not as expensive, you know, than it would be in Philadelphia or, or Atlantic City or uh, Vegas or any of that? I, I'm not really sure. But, uh, you know, there was a uh, – I don't know. Do you, do you remember – you're probably too young to remember um, Gilligan's Island. Yeah, yeah. I love Gilligan's yeah. Island. Oh, well, you'll, you'll love the skipper. The skipper's here with us tonight. He's just coming in from his, his uh, <laughs> yatch. Hello, skipper. What's up, fellas? How's <laughs> <laughs> it going, Bob? We're still on the boat. They're docking us now. I'm sorry. <laughs> 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 That's all right. We just had to have something to to start the show off with a little levity here. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'd be more like Gilligan than the skipper, I tell you. You know. <laughs> That's right. You moved up to the twenty-five, didn't you? Yeah, up to the twenty-five. Actually, we're doing a test today on the twenty-seventh, so it's a big boat. Whoa! So there won't yeah, be a, we're a, doing a, our nav- navigation. There won't test. be a vertical. Oh, good. There won't be a vertical stripe going down the uh, the side of the boat now. No, 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 
cowboy pinstriping with my tooth bit, you know. <laughs> wow. All that cowboy pinstriping. <laughs> hey, see, I, I want to ask you something. Have you seen the purse for the uh, Fury Joshua fight? Uh, no, I didn't see the purse. Seventy-five million dollars. Yeah. Yeah. Bob, would you like to get back into the ring now? I'll, I'll do it tomorrow. Tonight. I got nothing going on tonight. tonight. <laughs> 75 million. I'll drive to Australia. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> I'll figure it out. <laughs> yeah, my God. But, uh, you had the, some pretty good fights last week, uh, Bob. With, uh, OMG! Uh, oh, yeah, I mean, what? Bob. Yeah, if you, uh, if you guys haven't, anybody hasn't seen the the card from last week, it's just like, you know, to keep it radio etiquette, it'd be like, holy monkey nuts! You know what I mean? It it was crazy. It was, uh, man, we had it. It was it was a day for legs. I mean, leg lock submissions, oh. uh, head kick, head kick knockouts, and then uh, a snapperuski. Oh. Um, oh. The the. the crazy part if anybody hasn't seen it so let's, let's back up uh, a few years back it really made tv anderson silva the spider broke his shin throwing an inside leg kick against chris weidman and that was kind of the the, the downfall of spider's career as phenomenal as he was um and then going forward into saga uh uh uriah uriah hall's first loss was against chris weidman so Chris Weidman, it was, you know, uh, to be reckoned with. Well, then later, uh, Anderson Silva fought uh, Uriah Hall, and that was pretty much his retirement fight. We talked about that about, you know, four months ago or so. Um, and then they just put Uriah Hall against uh, 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 Chris Weidman. He walked out, first strike of the game. He threw an outside right leg kick. It hit wrong, and he snapped his tib fib right in the half. Uh, if you look at the slow-mos, uh, Anderson back in the day, it almost, it's almost like he knew, he felt it, but Weidman had yeah. no idea until he stepped back and got that chicken, rubber chicken leg. And it's mm. gross, if you haven't seen it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, that, that card, um, I'm not going to even lie, that card, I, 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 I shouted, I said, Bob! Just because I knew Bob, oh, yeah. I mean, the whole card, I was like, Bob! <laughs> That was just it too. I was my wife was on a business call and I'm just screaming at the television all night long, you know, and, and uh, <laughs> I, I couldn't help it. I mean, there was there was some amazing stuff, uh, and then the, you know three uh, uh, championship bouts to finish it off. I mean, you had uh, the Weidman Uriah Hall was before even the championship fights, and then the champion yeah. fights. You got uh, uh, oh, I'm brain farting his name. Uh, she went out against Jessica Andrade. Uh, one of my I favorite names too. Yeah, brain fart right now. Uh, but anyway, she, I mean, complete domination. She, I mean, we, everyone thought uh, uh, she had a chance on the ground. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, sorry, they're docking the boat right now. You know, skipper duties. And, uh, but yeah, it was it's complete domination in that championship event. Then it went on to uh, Valentina Shevchenko. Uh, yeah, she right. yeah. dominated. Yeah. And then um, going on to the next fight, you had that, uh, you know, first Chinese uh, uh, champion, and she was getting all uh, 
not Michelle, but I can't remember her first name, but Wheelie or something. And she was a yeah. badass chick. And then she mm-hmm. got paired up against, uh, um, oh gosh, why am I, I don't have my notes in front of me. I'm on the boat. Um, but anyway, uh, she got dominated. It was, it was, uh, Rose, uh, Namanudez. And, uh, Rose doesn't, yeah, Rose doesn't look tough. But man, she went out there and just dominated her, which was amazing, and uh, and no one saw that. So she's and the new champion of that division. Yeah. We go further on, and uh, then we had Jorge Masvidal, one of our favorites, up against Usman, who is a bad man. And Jorge, my 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 complaints there is he started clowning. He was trying to play the the tough guy role, and he got socked him out. So that. Uh, Never, you know, going off to all the people out there, if you're going to, you know, compete professionally, don't be clowning in the ring. Just poor sportsmanship. And then it looks even better if you get knocked out. <laughs> so what a fantastic card. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Um, and Namanunez set Wheelie up perfectly with, with that face kick. Um, she she oh, fainted down, and, and her whole direction was, went downward. It, like yeah. her, her eyes went down, her, her like her whole motion went down, except for her foot. <laughs> and if you look, Wheelie moved her arm, you know, right right out of the way, right right out of the way for her face to get hit. Right. I mean that that was a perfect Dro- setup. Drop and, and that I, arm, I mean, open that skin up. We were just talking about that last week at practice. You know, you got you got to keep that arm up uh, and defend that because those kicks are a lot longer than you think. And boom, she placed that foot, shin, right at the tip of her chin, and she was sleeping. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And Valentina, I like the, uh, Valentina. She more or less wrestled. Yeah. I mean, she wrestled a, a, a wrestler <laughs> and kind of just rubbed her out, got her in a crucifix and rubbed her out. That, that was, you know, a very impressive performance. And yeah. Then, yeah. It was, like, it was a dog. Yeah, and Masvidal, as you said, I think he he got a really quick a Nate Diaz complex real fast. Right? Yeah, yeah. He, he he was in there. He was moving around. He was getting caught a little bit. He was getting time, and it looked like he was kind of getting tired. Not not maybe cardio tired, kind of mentally tired. And he he put his hands down, and he's trying to be slipping. That was, that was impressive. None of the fights yeah, went uh, the distance. None of them. None of them went the distance. And that's the kind of stuff I pay for, you know what I mean? When I'm seeing knockouts and submissions <laughs> and then, you know, at sixty nine ninety nine, I'm like, damn, worth every penny. But when they all go to the distance, it's just, come on, uh, you know? <laughs> hey, let me ask both of you a question. And you got uh, – uh, I, I, I know John Jones is it wants to uh, – uh, fight Francis uh, Nagone. Um, yeah. What you, okay, let's go with uh, Z first. What do you think uh, the outcome on that would be? Um, I, I do not believe in tune-up fights in the UFC, <laughs> just because that that's a little that's dangerous. Um, but. With John Jones moving up the heavyweight, I would not suggest his first fight be Francis Ngannou. I, I, I'm to be, I mean, he, I think he would need to just just to get used to fighting. At, now you could train and 
you know, you could spar at that weight, but the actual fight is it, no, mm-hmm. no. He, he, I think he he needs to, you know, fight a guy, a, a fighter, true heavyweight at heavyweight. Mm-hmm. But if they matched up now, John Jones is smart. He he he's extremely smart, and mm-hmm. and Ganu has proven to be, you know, he he's pretty smart too. Mm-hmm. Um, conditioning. If John Jones can last, if, if it goes five rounds, it, it Jones won. Mm-hmm. As simple as that. I, I mean, as far as gas tank, I've seen him got a new tire. <laughs> I've seen him tire more than one. Uh, yeah, the judges but, will get in there if it goes five rounds too. You know, yeah. everyone wants Jones to win. I want to see him Nagano knock him out, but we'll see. You think that could happen? It could very well happen But the thing is John Jones Just like Z said John Jones got I mean there's a lot of different things Conditioning, skill But ring experience too And how to work that ring yeah. and cage you, you know what I mean And, and, and how to adjust on the fly You know what I mean You, John Jones is in there He's thinking You know a lot of times When you're mm-hmm. fighting stuff You want it to be a reaction You know reaction drill If somebody hits you here You just fire You know you know exactly Where it's supposed to go Because you've done it 10,000 times but, you know, there's mm-hmm. sometimes, you know, if you if you go at somebody, you bring your A game, say, if I'm a wrestler and he's a kickboxer and I try to take it to the ground and he's good there, well, I have to switch. I have to change up. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or or if or if he's good on the inside as far as fighting and the clinch and, and, and against the ropes or the cage, then I want to I want to separate and make my distance. I never want to fight somebody where they're good. And John Jones yeah. is, is really well, well-rounded, and he can switch tactics. Where a lot of guys, they can't. They're just stuck on one path. Mm-hmm. They just got one style of fight. They can't really adjust that well. And Jones will bring it. You know, he'll you'll see him go from a you know a, a range striker. You know, he's throwing his punches and kicks and working that leg, uh, doing that front kick to that leg and just annoying people. And he's when he's doing that, he's setting stuff up. He's seeing for the reaction <laughs> of of when he throws that. You know, he's not seeing the damage. He don't care. He's seeing what you're doing when he's throwing that. Because eventually, after three, four, five of those, he knows exactly what you're going to do next, and he counters that. So he's setting those patterns to break those patterns and then recognizing patterns to counter patterns, which is really smart to do. Mm-hmm. John Jones is, is probably the best UFC fighter that I've seen at setting his own pace. I, I, I mean, as far as this, I mean, I've seen him just slow a fight down. On purpose, like him against Rashad. Rashad is a high, I mean, he's he's a high volume fighter for the most part. He's trying to get in there. He could wrestle, I mean, but he's trying to. He's a high contact guy, and he needs some muscle. I mean, yeah, he he just he settled Rashad down as far as that yeah. goes. He slowed the fight down and just picked him apart. Um, mm-hmm. With a guy like Rampage, he he wrestled him. I mean, John Jones, he, he he's a guy, and just as uh, you said, Bob, I mean, he's good kind of everywhere. And mm-hmm. a guy like that who's good everywhere and can adjust, that, that's a problem. That, that's a problem. Mm-hmm. But then, again, the heavier you get, I mean, now that burns your cardio also. So, I mean, mm-hmm. can can if he fights in Ganu, can the Ganu put his weight on Jones? Can he, you know, wrestle with him? Because it's different wrestling this guy, you know, a light heavyweight compared to a heavyweight. As simple as that. The weight difference. I mean, John Jones. I mean, especially an aggressive guy. Mm-hmm. Hey, you know, Bob. I wanted to uh, to, to say something to you too. Uh, 
Dana White must have uh, uh, not only have a bunch of money, but he must must have some pretty damn good smarts because he got uh, not only did he get uh, uh, Florida to open up um, to uh, MMA uh, on his first fight this uh, last week uh, when they had their their bouts in in Jacksonville, they turned out fifteen thousand two hundred fifty nine people. Up in, on the stage uh, for the introductions was uh, the governor. He doesn't get involved in anything, so right. you know he must. Uh, yeah, it's. Uh, we're, we're, we're just, it, I mean, we've been talking about that the whole year, though. I mean, the whole COVID thing. How yeah. Dana has been jockeying and positioning. I mean, what a brilliant yeah. guy. I mean, you know, he threw the sport in front of people when there's no other live sports. You know, so he picked right. up a bunch of fans there. You know, and then he's the first one to start putting people back in the stands. I mean, he's even yep. getting accolades on Fox News and stuff. People are talking about it, you know, on the news. Yeah. Like, hey, props to Dana White for getting, you know, and Dana's going publicly saying, hey, mask or no mask, let's get back to normal. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. we're, we're, we're over. Yeah. You know what I mean? we got enough herd immunity. I mean, more people, more people are getting shots. Even California, Cal- we're out in California. California is one of the most stringent. But now they're starting to say as long as you're outside, you got your vaccine, it's the mask, man. Stay six feet apart if you don't know them or whatever. But, you know, I mean, before COVID, I'd stay six feet apart from people. I don't like people. Sure. But anyway, <laughs> you know. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so, I mean, Dana has just been jockeying one step above the other on everything, and, and he got in there. So that is fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, the other thing I wanted to bring up uh, for both of you was that uh, – Pat Sabatini um, last week uh, had the the, the crowd uh, standing up singing USA as he fought uh, Tristan Conley. Uh, it was a, they, I mean, the crowd really got behind him, so I guess that really uh, propelled him to his win. Did you get the get was, out of there? Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, did you guys hear the chants at the UFC though? F. Jake Paul. F. J. Yes. Paul. That was fantastic. <laughs> the whole crowd was right there. Yeah, right, there. right in the front row. And him, Cormier, you know, and again, you guys heard me complain about D.C. before not being the best, but now D.C. just oh. jumped up like 10 ranks in the, in the division, you know, on my favorite person scale because he, he called out Jake Paul right there in the stands. You know, like, you need to just go away. <laughs> well, well, he, yeah, he, he stepped to him and told him, he, he smacked the, the S out of him. He doesn't play those games yeah. or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's coming from D.C., it's going to happen, too. But then I hear, you know, in the rumor mill that, you know, uh, uh, his brother just signed against uh, Mayweather. So mm-hmm. I hope Mayweather puts a punishment on that guy if that's for real. Yeah, it is for real. I don't know. It is for real. Uh, yeah, they had uh, – they were carrying on uh, on the boxing uh, news – not boxing 24 this week um, – it's, they were talking about uh, they're not. They thought they were going to go to uh, Dubai, but Dubai didn't come up with enough money. So I guess they're going to Vegas. Yeah, phenomenal. Yeah, yeah. phenomenal. Yeah, you know, and then, so and then Jake just... Paul is trying to offer Usman stuff. You know, Dana White's just over the Jake Paul experience. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, uh, Z, what do you think about tonight's fight? Other than the, the Laura fight, but the Mr. Areola's fight. Oh, Areola, yeah, he's yeah, he's fighting. Uh, Bob's favorite fighter. No. <laughs> he said Areola. 
Uh, he's fighting. Uh, nah, 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 nah. My brain is, is going somewhere. He's fighting the guy who uh, knocked Joshua out and, and then lost him. Right. Ruiz. Yeah, Ruiz, Ruiz. Ruiz. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that, that's going to be a fight where it's going to be rare. Somebody, it's going to be rare for somebody to get on the back foot. And mm-hmm. depending, it, it, it could either be a boring fight that lasts forever, or it could really be a quick fight. Meaning mm-hmm. that depending the conditioning of either one, because both mm-hmm. fighters are really capable of coming in non-conditioned mm-hmm. at all. I mean, just that they're ready mentality, they're, they're ready to bang, they're ready to fight. There's no problem with that. As right. far as they're just fighting condition, they, they I mean, they have their moment. Uh, mm-hmm. With that said, if they came, if they both come in conditioned and ready to fight, I would pick right. Ruiz. I would pick Ruiz. Ten times out of ten, uh, simple yeah, as this. You know, Ruiz is tighter in his form. He's more, yeah, he's he's more established as far as um, mm-hmm. just technically established than Ariola, and he's more right. defensively aware. Mm-hmm. Yes, uh, Ruiz dropped a lot of weight, but he, he's coming, still coming in with a twenty-six pound, uh, twenty-eight pound difference. Um, you know, of course, we found out that that didn't mean anything uh, last week um, when there was a uh, – uh, no, not last week, two weeks ago with uh, Stevie. You know, Stevie was in condition. Stevie was ready to go. Uh, by the way, uh, so you guys will know, uh, right after the show, I did a number count, and that show, uh, we got 267,215 267, listeners worldwide. So, Wonderful. Yep. TV, nice. TV brought us a lot. Well, we, we had a, you know, we had a great, uh, great show with uh, with uh, Bernard and Stevie, and the, and the, even the personal stuff that they shared was uh, was great. Uh, uh, so, where are we here? Uh, yeah, Stevie's a, Stevie's oh, and and he's a guy who's keeping it. He's keeping it positive. But he's had some hard, hard things going on in boxing. Oh, yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah. just just the road to boxing. He has some unfair shakes. Right. Yeah. The, the uh, uh, out of the ring. Uh, you know, he's had some some heartbreak with his daughter. Uh, she was born, and now she's uh, she was had problems at birth uh, with the lack of oxygen, and and they had some major problems afterwards. But she's. She's somewhat delayed, but she's she's making strides. Um, I talked to Stevie about uh, about that on Wednesday, this last Wednesday. Uh, we were talking about something else, and uh, he was saying, you know, how grateful he is for everybody to uh, have remembered her and everybody to uh, ask questions about her um, that she was doing. He wanted everybody to know that she's doing well. So we get uh, all right. Here, here we go, Steve. Uh, Z, uh, Mackie, uh, Manny Pacquiao and uh, Crawford. Uh, that deal's dead. Do you have any idea on that? Um, I, I don't. I don't see how how they could do to any deal like that. That that deal is is. I mean, that is their warring promotion company, which to me doesn't make any sense. They're holding money back from themselves, literally. And because one wants, I mean, it's, it, sports suffers because of the greed. I mean, 
if they come together, they're going to make more than they're putting in. It's as simple as that. They're going to make a price. Right. Right. And it's, but they, it's, you know, they're nickel and dime in each other. And mm-hmm. that's just the, the business of boxing at this point. I mean, that's, I mean the, there's certain things good about, you know, different promotion companies. And, but there's also, you know, bad things. Just like it, with the UFC, there are certain good things about having, you know, kind of one, you know, cir- circular control over things. But, you know, you have good and bad about that. Mm-hmm. At least, like in the UFC, at least you're going to have, for the most part, the best fighting the best. You have one champion. Literally, with weight divisions, you have one champion in the UFC. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, in boxing, it's, it's, it's spread really thin right about now. I mean, they have a champion, you know, the, the, the champion of who has the highest boots. I mean, mm-hmm. that's, it's crazy right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but also, see, I want to jump on that. that. I think that has a lot to do with the, the uh, exorbitant amount of money on the boxing side versus UFC, because you got the different organizations with their own separate box or their own separate sponsors. They're all kicking in money to try to make that specific organization the, the top one, and 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 it, and it rises the the competition or the money value. I think versus the UFC is a dominant thing. Bellator and those guys can't, you know, compete with them, so they can't raise the, the fighter pay. And that's just kind of my theory on it. You, you know what I mean? Because, you know, Dana's bringing in his money from what? Uh, uh, pay-per-views, Adidas. Uh, he's got a few sponsors, and, and that's it. There's no other sponsors trying to outpay those guys, you know, for another organization. So I think that's, that's part of the problem is we don't, we don't have that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, all right, Z, what do you think about uh, uh, Demetrius Andrade versus uh, Chris Eubanks? That's a possibility for the uh, first part of the year. I would like to see that. <laughs> I would really, really like to see that. Um, Demetrius Andrade has all the tools in the box to really make Chris Eubanks look foolish to me. Uh mm-hmm. Just because he's long and he uses his feet, and Chris Eubanks, I mean he's he's an aggressive fighter, but he 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 needs you to be right in front of him, and he's not his feet aren't exactly adept to you know I'm gonna say stalking as much as he, as he can um, as his punch arsenal has. Um, if he can move his feet within range, you know, for the most part, he's really a steady foot guy. But if he, you know, just move his feet within range, I would, he would be a much better fighter. With that said, Chris Eubanks has all the physical tools to make Andre uncomfortable and not punch and try to hold and, and, do, and just kind of, you know, not fight. And kind of uh, in a reminder of the way Andre Durrell fought, or Anthony Durrell uh, which one? Andre Durrell fought uh, Carl Frotch. Um, I just, I just, when you have a guy kind of looking just unsteady, no, I mean, he's awkward, but awkward and unsteady, you know, they're two different things. And from the last fight, you know, I just saw Andre fight against Williams. I mean, he looked really unsteady. And Williams, you know, to me, is a lighter and a less caliber fighter than Eubank, who's, who's 168. I mean, he'll, he'll go to middleweight, but, I mean, I, I just didn't think that that's a fight that Andre would lose on points just because he couldn't be aggressive. He couldn't go anywhere near Eubanks without, you know, having trouble. 
So, mm-hmm. yeah. Hmm. Okay. How about uh, now another one that, that uh, it keeps tro- cropping up is uh, uh, Canelo Alvarez keeps uh, saying that, uh, you know, Golovkin is, is running away from him all the time, doesn't want to fight him. Uh, do you see that happening? Well, Canelo has to uh, handle Billy Joe Saunders first, and we'll, we'll yeah. see how that goes. Just because Billy Joe yeah, Saunders poses right. problems for Canelo. But um, as far as Golovkin goes, it depends. I mean, Golovkin's kind of fading out the picture to a certain extent. Mm-hmm. Um, sure. he, you know, he hasn't really fought, fought a really big name ever since uh, Dervichenko, if I'm correct. Uh, but... I mean, he's, he's he's getting older, and Golovkin, he's not a young guy anymore. So as far as Canelo, I think Canelo, he's he's staying at 168. He's looking uh, to fight Billy Joe Saunders, and then potentially maybe like a Caleb Plant. Uh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I would like to see Canelo fight Benavidez, to be honest. I think that would be a very, really? very interesting fight. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Excuse me. With, um, do you have any, anything on for tonight that uh, you want to talk about? Yeah, no, I don't have any. Like I said, the class ran late. I don't have any notes in front of me. But I did see an article. Um, I can't remember whose fight. He's one of our top boxer guys. But he's saying if somebody goes past the sixth round, he'll just quit. Like, uh, I can't remember who that was. I don't know if you guys saw that. No, um, yeah, I can't remember who it was, but he's like, he's got no chance against me. If he makes it past the six, I'll just quit. Wow. But, Is that Chisura? Do you think that would be Chisura? See? Yeah, I can't remember what I saw. Yeah. Uh, tonight is uh, Derek Chisura and Joseph Parker. You know, Joseph Parker yeah, a few years ago good. was the up-and-coming thing. And then all of a sudden, what happened there, Zeke? He just seemed to fade into the into the blue. Well, there's a reason for that, and simple as this is: competition got better. <laughs> when you, when your competition gets better, then mm-hmm. the true you comes out, and sometimes you know that that's Joseph Parker. As I said, the Anthony Joshua fight is that. I mean, that's the big title fight. He was. Bright lights. He's fighting a very, very large guy, and his style mm-hmm. didn't gel toward that. To me, mm-hmm. um, when that—I mean that—I mean that—that that happens to fighters, you, to boxers, mm-hmm. really, especially when your styles don't like gel. And then, well, not even really. The telling fight for me with Joseph Parker was against Dylan White, and. Mm-hmm. He was boxing pretty good. He was he was winning the fight, and it seemed like Dylan was you know kind of tying himself out, you know, chasing, trying, swinging big at Parker. And Dylan made a slight adjustment in that fight. He started punching Parker hard to the body every time he got close to him, and that took the energy from Parker. That, that like you know it, it, it went from a you know I'm kind of tired to you know what if I'm tired we're going to be tired. And Dylan mm-hmm. White literally laid those shots on him to kind of drain energy. That also made Parker nervous to me. And, I mean, you can tell when fighters are nervous. I know, I mean, I could tell. We, I'm pretty sure we could tell when fighters are nervous. Oh, yeah. 
you know, they, they do different things than they were successful at. You know, not mm-hmm. adjustments. They're more defensive in what they do. And mm-hmm. Joseph Parker started losing rounds. Mm-hmm. And he lost the fight against Dylan White. And to me, that kind of told me that as far as you know, he he's built a certain way. Right. I mean, he's built a certain And not saying, you know, he's, he's you know, some guys are just built a certain way. And mm-hmm. at the moment, Derek Chisora might be good medicine for him. Just because mm-hmm. Derek Chisora is older, he's he's a plodding guy. Um, he might be a bad dose of medicine because Derek Chisora is contact-seeking by all means. And mm-hmm. Joseph Parker is not. And he's not, he's not the biggest hitter at heavyweight. Understand, mm-hmm. though, mm-hmm. heavyweights, period, they can hit. You don't want to get hit by anyone, especially a heavyweight. But mm-hmm. as far as heavyweight terms, he's not the hardest-hitting guy. And that has a lot to do with him planning and really tossing his punches into it. He's more defensive-minded. He's more, you know, trying to get the skill of the, the, skill of the fight on. And some guys, you know, they're not respecting that. They, they're trying to go through that. And Derek Chisora is one of them. Uh, I can see Joseph Parker using his being uncomfortable in at moments, but using his feet right now more or less spirit to sort. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, what about uh, uh, Jamal Herring? Let me ask you about that one while we're at while we're talking about this. Um, he won't vacate his uh, WO belt, WBO belt uh, to face uh, Stevenson. Um, is that I, I just don't understand that. Um, do you think? Uh, you know, well, I think um, I think that would be an interesting fight if they did fight. Uh, I would I would pick Stevenson just because he has he Stevenson is he has very very, very good yeah. natural physical care. You guys see. My bad. Sorry about that. Stuff going on around here. Um, I just was uh, the other one that that, that has uh, seemed to have uh, faded out this year um, is David High, or Hay rather. Um, all of a sudden, you know, he was he was the biggest thing since sliced bread. Now he's he's just uh, um, bread pudding. Do you, have, do you understand? Do you under, can you help our our listeners understand that? Well, yeah, David Hay. Yeah, he's been retired for a minute, but David Hay. I mean, he's uh, if I'm correct, he's getting who's he promoting or managing? I think mm-hmm. he was uh, getting and promoting or managing. Yeah, he is. So, uh, yeah, he he yeah, and I think he was uh, with Tyson Fury, if I'm correct. So right now he he has his hands in you know in, in things. Pretty sure talking to Eddie Hearn and <laughs> yeah, that's where I saw the. Uh, it was on the last week on Ring Magazine. They had uh, an article with him, uh, and I just uh, was wondering yeah. if you had one. Um, yeah, the best so thing, the best thing that that happened uh, for Eddie Hearn was Deontay Wilder losing that title mm-hmm. <laughs> because. Uh, because uh, as far as that goes, it would have been forever for him to fight uh, Anthony Joshua. 
So, like right now, Deontay, you know, where is he at? That, that's a guy that I'm interested in seeing coming back. I mean, you know, but you don't know. You never know. I'm not calling his, you know, mental out. I don't know. Some guys, you know, they're after, you know, losing the, the fight, after seeming invincible, their mentality mm-hmm. goes down a little bit. They're, you know, they get, maybe get down on themselves or they may get angry or they may just start from the drawing board from scratch and just work their way up. Mm-hmm. Okay. Just want to see him again. And, okay, so let's do a uh, let's do a round table here. Tonight's fight, um, Chisora versus Parker. Uh, Z, your choice. Um, Parker by decision. Parker. Okay. Bob. Sorry, I was on mute. All right, so I, I'm going to go with uh, uh, the, the same thing as, as uh, uh, Z said because I don't know enough about either one of them, and I trust Z. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I would go with uh, I would go with Parker myself. All right, how about uh, Andy Ruiz and, and Chris Ariola? Oh, <laughs> it's going to be a fun fight. My <laughs> <laughs> favorite predict Ariola to get knocked out. No pun intended. Oh. Wow. All right. Z, uh, Bob? Well, I'm hoping he goes out there and just dances around Ariola, plays with him for a plays with Ariola for a while. You know what I mean? Not, not go in there right away, but really dominate that circular ring motion for the for the win. Probably the most graphic thing I've ever heard on this show. <laughs> okay. I'm going to go with Ruiz myself. <laughs> um, and what about uh, KZ? How about uh, uh, Laura and uh, LaMada? I mean, yeah, no, no good and like, a fast yeah, like, kid. Yeah, right, right now, nobody's as seasoned as Laura. <laughs> He's probably the most seasoned veteran in the game. Um, just as far as veteran status, he's he's extremely seasoned. But that says he's still a veteran, and it, it comes a time when you know a young guy they're going to get you or you're going to get got. And mm-hmm. I don't know if Lamont is that guy, but I mean, it could be. It's just mm-hmm. going to keep getting more interesting and interesting as as Laura fights on. So. Mm-hmm. Okay. Bob? Um, yeah, again, don't know too much about those guys, so I'm just going to go with the, the, the with Z's call, you know? It's not as fun talking about dancing around the areola, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Clockwise. Oh. All right. How about uh, – all right, well, let's, give you, let's put you on the spot this time. How about Dustin Jacoby um, finishing off uh, – uh, was it Kutoba? Man, I'm hell with these names. Kuloba. Me too. On, uh, yeah. Um, What's your thoughts on? Yeah, I'm not not too familiar with that one either. I don't. I, mean, I apologize to all our fans. I don't have my notes with me. The class went wrong or le- went long. Okay. So uh, 
Um, I, I got nothing on that one. Mm-hmm. Okay. I have a question on, for uh, you, Bob. If you don't mind, I have a question for you, Bob. What do you uh, okay. What do you think next for Kamar Uzman? Okay, well, Uzman, I'm seeing like the stuff on online that like he's he's because uh, he's got nowhere else to go really. You know what I mean? Sitting on top. So you know he, he could uh, there could be a talk of John Jones coming back down. Say John Jones loses against the uh, uh, guy or whatever, um, then he's got to look for something. There's a money fight. You know, Usman's uh, sitting on top again, going to float on top for a while while they figure out the, the rest of the division. So he's talking, hey, can we get Khabib back? You know, that would, you know, he's already, you know, talking, that'd be the greatest you know, fight of, of all UFC history, you know, this and that. And of course, Dana's going to run with anything that's going to make him money. Um, so, again, Usman's sitting on top. Um, they've got to figure out the rest of that division before anybody's even got a shot at him. So, right now, they're probably looking for him for a money grab. Mm-hmm. Maybe Jake Paul. Who, who would you say? <laughs> oh, my God. Not boxing. Uh, who would you? Who, yeah, I, I would want uh, Usman to grab him. Yeah. It'd be fantastic. Uh, who would you favor in a. Uh, yeah. Who would you favor in an Usman Khabib fight? Okay. So, um, both amazing athletes. Uh, I would be, again, you know, Usman's got that incredible knockout power standing up, so Khabib would be dumb to stand there with him. And then the same thing, you know, Usman, we haven't really seen a lot of stuff, but his on the ground, he doesn't need to go there. He's got great, you know, takedown defense. He's got great ground games, and, you know, and he does pretty well there. I think that's where Khabib's got a chance. So who would I go for? That's a coin flip, really. Um, I'm kind of still on the, I, I mean, I'm, I'm on both their trains. Neither one of them have, you know, ran their car into a, a, a pregnant lady or punched an old guy out in the bar. So, you know, I like both of them. Um, and, and, uh, but I, I, I kind of lean towards the Khabib just because to finish his 30, you know, you know, going out on the 29. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So he could finish that for his, his legacy. Mm-hmm. But uh, Usman, man, if he won, I'd, I'd be on that train too. Um, mm-hmm. Speaking about those faux pas and those guys, uh, did you guys hear that Conor McGregor not only did uh, – we talked about last week, whatever, he bought the bar where he kicked that guy out, then 86'd him, right? So he can't go in that bar ever again. Wow. And then now he's selling uh, the majority stock in his uh, uh, whatever, his vodka, whiskey or whatever. Yeah, I heard that, yeah. Six hundred million. Yeah. I, 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 yeah. Damn it. I picked the wrong sport. You know what I mean? I should have been a golfer <laughs> or a boxer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he uh, he made that deal uh, Monday. Uh, I saw that six hundred million dollar deal. Um, I didn't know it about getting thrown out of the bar, but yeah, that's more. Oh that's the. Yeah, I mean, because those, those are just dick moves. You know, when you got that kind of money, you're going to buy the guy out? Like, come on. <laughs> you know? At least go home with a, with a lifetime supply of your whiskey, you know? Yeah. $600 million. How How hard is it to motivate yourself to fight when you have $600 million in, in your account? Wow. Yeah. Already. Like, you know, that's the thing. I mean, I tell you what, I, 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 I can't name them by name, but I would tell you what, probably 90% of the uh, UFC guys, if you offered them one time, 
boxer money, they just take it, fight, and retire. You know what I mean? Like, they can fight their <laughs> whole careers and not get that. If you don't get the, the sponsorship and stuff behind you and those money fights like McGregor and the other people pouring in, you know, you're McGregor, mm-hmm. you're Rousey, you're, you're people on top. Those are the ones that are creaming, or, or, you know, knocking the cream off the top. Everyone else is just, you know, fighting to get by. I mean, honestly, if I wouldn't have married my wife, I, I'd be probably broke, dead, and in, in a ditch, you know, needing surgeries. You know, her medical takes care of me. So the retirement plan for fighters isn't the best. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <clears throat> Bob, where's the uh, – um, with, uh, with the thing with uh, Usman last week, uh, what's that do with uh, UFC 261 as far as Nick Diaz is concerned or any of the other the other fighters? Um, so, again, a lot of stuff's going on with that. So, um, again, uh, Z said something earlier how, how uh, Jorge Masvidal is kind of taking on the, the, the Diaz vibe. Well, yeah, he got the BMF title from Diaz, so he gets to, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, when, you, when you're the BMF, you get to grin and drop your hands and play around. But, you know, with everybody else getting up, I mean, it's just it's just a cluster right now. I'm figuring out who's going to fight who because in each division right now, we've got some, some money go or some money grabbers, you know. I mean, that's like with uh, that division right now. Um, uh, or what am I thinking of? Uh, Poirier goes from going versus McGregor versus uh, instead of, you know, going against Gagey, you know, and, Get Gagey getting passed over because you get all these money grab fights, yeah. and they're going to do right. it before they straighten out the divisions. Mm-hmm. All right. Hey, see, let me ask you something. Um, Oscar De La Hoya is uh, training. Uh, they said uh, five times a day. Um, he has, uh, you know, he's supposedly in, in fantastic shape. He made this big announcement a couple of weeks ago that he was coming back into the ring, uh, but as of this morning. There's still nobody taker. <laughs> One, I guess the question is, do you think there will be? And two, um, what do you think their chances are? Oh man, Oscar De La Hoya. I, I, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I, I, right now, it's. I mean, it, it's. I don't know about Oscar De La Hoya right now. I think it's just a publicity stunt. The last time I see Oscar De La Hoya toss his fist in, 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 in the sort of serious motion was against Shaquille O'Neal. And and, and that, as I say, and whatever it's going to be, I see it being akin to that. I see it just being a you know, money grab publicity stunt. I, I yeah. don't see Oscar really training, you know, really to do anything like Mike Tyson's doing. Right. Well, now you brought Tyson up. What do you think about the uh, um, uh, what's the guy from Atlanta, uh, Lavender uh, Tyson Holyfield? Holyfield. Yeah, what do you think of that fight? Oh my goodness! Um, I I think that it won't be as if they well if they fight, it won't be as exhibitionist as him and Roy Jones. Uh, It'll Mm -hmm. be a bit more serious. Mm -hmm. Um, With that said. I I see Mike Tyson looking better for mm-hmm. just looking better than Evander Holyfield as far as mm-hmm. right now fighting sharpness. I don't think Evander I think he's lost his sharpness forever. Evander Holyfield to where Mike Tyson mm-hmm. I think he lost his love of boxing for a while. His his mm-hmm. his his 
is you know because with, with fighting you have to want to go get it, and that takes mm-hmm. a lot because you're going to you're taking yourself through punishment. I mean, the fight is the fight. That's you know it it, it could be whatever, but your training has to be as punishing as the fight every time for the most part. Mm-hmm. I mean, in some sort of way, your training has to break you down, and right. you know just to get used to the conditions of the fight. And I see, you know, Evander Holyfield, you know, he has a love for boxing, but, you know, I don't think he has a reaction. I don't think, you know, I just think he's he's shot in the terms of just shot. I think Tyson is still sharp. I just think, he, you know, his thing was he just lost his luster. Um, Boy, I I just don't think it would be good for Evander if it goes serious. Yeah, that's that's about what I thought. Uh, um, I, I I I don't see. You know, I would say two years ago, uh, our friend uh, from Miami. Um, uh, oh my God, the uh, the Road Warrior. Um, uh, come on, Z, you can help me out. Uh, uh. Bare knuckle. Yeah. Um, uh. yeah. No, no, Glenn Johnson. You're talking about Glenn Johnson. Roll yeah. Glenn Johnson. Yeah, yeah that Glenn Johnson. He and uh, Holyfield and two other boxers were going overseas and putting on uh, uh, events. And uh, I guess they must have made enough money to come back over and retire again. But uh, um, the um, ever since that, I haven't seen his name doing anything. Uh, not even being anywhere um, as far as fighting was concerned. So, yeah, this should be a, should be interesting. Um, I wonder if he's going to get in. This time he's going to wear uh, earmuffs so that if if, uh, if Michael bites his ear again, he'll be uh, get some earmuffs instead. Yeah, yeah, Mike, Michael, I'm going to need to. He's not going to need to bite any ears this time. <laughs> you know, I don't know if everybody knows it, but uh, since he's retired from boxing, he's a uh, he's the number one um, man in uh, uh, farming of uh, medical marijuana. Oh wow! Uh, he's making millions of dollars a year. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I'm trying to think. There's there's a uh, another boxer that uh, oh. Uh, Benny's friend uh, that we've had on many, many times. Jeez, uh, uh, it's old. It's tough when you get old. You got to work those cobwebs off the ears. Jeez. Um, oh, yeah, public service announcement to all our fans. Not only are we old, but we have TBI. You know all these concussions <laughs> and stuff. So we're allowed, you know, a three-second delay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, my my promise it works into three weeks. <laughs> Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, shoot. Well, guys, this was the fastest hour that uh, of the week. I enjoy every minute of it, and I uh, appreciate everybody's input and all the good time that we have. Uh, uh, Bob, again, thank uh, thank the commander there for uh, allowing us to have the time to spend with you, and, and uh, we appreciate everything you do. Thank you, guys. Z? You want to lead us out, Z? Absolutely. Another wonderful show. I want to thank Bob. I want to thank you, Butch. 
these shows are definitely a memory of Bob, Dr. Chris, and Coach Mel. And if anyone wants to hear any fighting words, please do call. Sounds good. Thank you, Z. Thank you, all the fight fans. God bless everybody. Another great week. Sorry I was late. Uh, again, trying to get that uh, whole captain thing down. Yeah. Have a blessed week, everybody. Okay. Right. Take care, Bob. Right. Take care, Bob. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, these programs are brought to you each and every night of the week in full appreciation. The men and women of the United States Armed Forces, the men and women of Police and Fire Services, and those wonderful people in the first line of defense against COVID, the doctors, the nurses, the first responders, and also the auxiliary people in the hospitals. We appreciate everything you do. These programs are <clears throat> dedicated to those who've lost their lives in the line of duty. Deputy Robert Anthony Carroll, Patrolman David Curtis, Patrolman Jeffrey Colkep, Sergeant Thomas Batinger, Patrolman Jeffrey Yazowitz, Detective Randy Bell, Detective Ricky Childers, San Diego Officer Mike Hendler, Lieutenant Mike Zerba, Newcastle County Police, Patrolman Anafa Crispin, Lakeland PD, Chief Al Hogo, Long Keith Police Department, Chief Jimmy Ford, Wilmington Fire Department, Highway Patrolman Alonzo Moses, Philadelphia Highway Patrol. Highway Patrolman Brian Lazaro, Philadelphia Highway Patrol. Highway Patrolman Brian Murphy, Plymouth Township, PA, Highway Patrol. Lieutenant Bob Neary, Philadelphia Fire Department. Sergeant Mike Wilson, Charlotte County Sheriff's Department. Chief uh, Mike, <coughs> Deputy Chief Mike Godwin, Philadelphia Fire Department. Deputy Jonathan Scott Pine, Orange County Sheriff's Department. Patrolman Robert Germain, Windermere, Florida, Florida Police Department. Trooper Chelsea Richards, Florida Highway Patrol. Lieutenant Joyce Craig Lewis, Philadelphia Fire Department. Patrolman Charlie Condit, uh, <clears throat> Tarpon Springs Police Department. Hillsborough County Deputy Sheriff Charlie Kotloff. Sergeant James O'Connor, Philadelphia, Philadelphia Police Department. Sergeant Rodney Bond, Delaware State Police. Captain Chris Leach, Wilmington Fire Department. Lieutenant Jerry Ficus, Wilmington Fire Department. Lieutenant uh, Ardeth Hope, um, Wilmington Fire Department. FDLE Special Inspector Vinny Galaccio, Delaware State Trooper, Steve, Corporal Stephen Boward, Kissimmee Patrol Officer Matt Baxter, Kissimmee Sergeant Sam Howard, Captain Matt Letourneau, Philadelphia Fire Department, Cap, um, Deb, Deputy Bill Gentry, Highland County Sheriff's Department, Deputy Clay Zerba, Clay County Sheriff's Department, Deputy Clay, Natalie Corona, L.A. County Sheriff's Department, Deputy April Rodriguez, Vasco County Sheriff's Department, Officer Bob McKetchen, Biloxi, Kentucky Police Department, Trooper B- uh, Joe Bullock, Florida Highway Patrol, Sergeant Brian Levate, Hillsborough County Sheriff's Department, Deputy Mike Malik, uh, Pinellas County Sheriff's Department. And ladies and gentlemen, if you would just take a moment to silence uh, during the week. Uh, this is the anniversary, today is the anniversary of the loss of three good friends, uh, Captain Chris Leach, uh, Lieutenant uh, Jerry Ficus, and a girl who I helped uh, coach at Howard Howard High School, uh, Lieutenant Ardeth Hope. All the Wilmington Fire Department all lost their lives uh, today. It's now four years. So if you if you could just uh, have a good thought during the week for them, we appreciate it. Shane, <laughs> 
With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. 
Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.